0: I'm a giant when I stand. Ballin' like the Jets. Startin' Jersey like the Nets. To New York like the Mets. Yeah, I win like the Yanks. Like the past, fill the check. G&T Sports Talk. How to show on the net. Yeah. On myself. Yeah, I bet. Yeah, I Yeah. I put blood to the switch. Yeah. From the east to the west. G&T Sports Talk. How to show on the net. Yeah. So is NFL training camp. So for Grunt Talks, g Sports Talk, it's your boy, Bobby Thompson.
1: I'm Julian Gillardi, And at the forefront, of course, is my boy Jamal Adams still. You see, I'm wearing Sam Darnold, who is the best quarterback in the AFC East still. As long as Cam Newton's on 100%, I have to code that in there. And the best quarterback in New York, obviously. But that's besides the point. Everyone knows that already. So... Jamal Adams is just causing a bunch of mess and drama right now saying he wants to get traded he's praising Bill Belichick and we have the thing that the Cowboys coming to go get him then he posts a picture I'm here like with the Jets picture I'm gonna stay on top like and now like there's some, I've heard things that the Cowboys and Jets have been talking apparently we tried to get um Tyrone Smith they said no they apparently Gallup you told me it's off the table as well and apparently the focus and you can confirm this for me. It is Collins in the first-round pick for Jamal Adams at this point?
0: Yeah. Um. So the Jets, in talks for Jamal Adams, there's going to be a lot of suitors. I've heard the Texans.
1: Oh, Texans? That's new to me, actually.
0: The Texans are interested. Um, the 49ers, I heard, were interested early on last week, about two weeks ago. That kind of died down. But the one constant team, and everybody knows this, has been the Dallas Cowboys, Jamal Mm -hmm. Adams has literally expressed his desire to go there. That's Mm -hmm. where he wants to be. He wants to have that star in his helmet. And the thing with – here's what I'm going to say with Jamal Adams, and I'm going to break this down for you, Jules. I said this to you early last year during training camp and every Jets fan who we talked to. What did I tell you? Lock this man up. Mm -hmm. I said, give him the money because – listen – I'm not going to disrespect Jamal Adams. I like the guy a lot. I hate playing against him because he's so good. Great guy. We met him. He took a picture with you. Very personable. I know. That's why it hurts me so much right now. He's He stayed behind and signed every fan's autograph. This tells you something about the guy. The one thing about him is he wants to get paid. He sees He sees how his play has gotten up and up every year, and now – he feels he needs to get paid. Now that pay, he wants 20 mil a year. Okay, with that, do I think Jamal Adams is worth 20 mil a year? No, I don't. I think he's worth top dollar. 20 mil a year is pushing it. It's a lot of money for a safety. Absolutely not. Here's the thing with Jamal Adams, with the Jets. Here's the If Jamal Adams wanted to be a Jet, and this is for all Jets fans, Jewel and Julian, you're a realist. You know the writings on the wall. For fans who are holding out hope that Jamal Adams is going to remain a Jet for the rest of his career. a lot of them, actually. I'm going to tell you this right now. I will be shocked if if he stays with the Jets at all, even this year, let alone his entire career. Mm -hmm. The writing is on the wall. To me, 2017, somebody put on Twitter Jamal Adams and tweeted out something or posted a picture of him in a Cowboys uniform. And he liked it. Mm-hmm. Made huge news. Mike Greenberg, who is one of the biggest Jets fans I know we know on the radio, on get up, brought this to light. Colin Coward brought this to light three years ago and basically said this is not a good look. Jamal Adams deflected it. To me, that stuck with me. uh 2018, we really didn't hear much last year. He was hyping the team up. Once the team started to, you know, lose games, you started to see his frustration, went to every game. His play didn't stop at all, how good he played. But with that being said, you could tell he's frustrated. If he wanted to be a Jet, with all these rumors of him going, getting traded, and him requesting a trade, he could have deflected it. He has not deflected it. He has not denied it. He's been up front. Going to Dallas, oh, a fan, oh, come to da- come play for the Cowboys. I'm trying, bro. I'm trying, like he said. The yeah, writing's I'm on the wall. Party. Now, yep. Now, what will it take to get him? Now, the Cowboys, my my personal opinion, the fact that they won't give up Tyron Smith is something, because Tyron Smith has injuries and he's getting older. La- La- L. Collins is younger, on the rise. They really like him. But to get Jamal Adams off the Jets – and to the Dallas Cowboys or to anybody, it's going to take at least a first and a receiver or a lineman. And in my opinion, the Cowboys have have leverage in this because they have one of the best units on offensive line, and their receiving core just got better. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, if I'm the Jets, I take a first round pick, and I look at the Jets right now. All the signings you did, the uh, offensive line, Makai Beckton you bring in L-, L. Collins, that offensive line not only goes from one of the worst in football, which was last year, and that's a fact, mm-hmm. to one of the deepest and could be arguably one of the best in football.
1: Yeah, I mean, we'd have so much depth if you had him in there, because a fan could be a backup, you could even have Winters right. back up, and Rodney could slide in Alex Lewis, and you've got McGovern, so I mean, a lot of options there, so I'm excited. To, if we get him, I'd be happy, but... And you have to look at the other side of it, whether we lose with Jamal Adams, and that's what I'm here to talk about a little bit more. So he had six and a half sacks last year. He single-handedly won the Giants game for us. He caught he in person. He, he destroyed the two best players and got the touchdown. Um, he basically won the Cowboys game with that last play because if he doesn't do Good. that, they might get the two and then the Jets lose. So right there, I mean, he's responsible for at least two wins just looking at those two games. And the other games, I mean – I don't know if we necessarily needed him to win because we played pretty well. And we, maybe the Dolphins game I didn't watch it because I was in California. I don't know like, how well we played, honestly. But like, and we won by like a point. But regardless, it doesn't matter. But six and a half sacks. He has seventy-five tackles total. He even had an interception return for a touchdown against your boy Stidham. <laughs> so oh my God, got two forced fumbles, seven pass breakups. The thing with Jamal Adams is that. He is an X factor in the run game and pressuring the quarterback. No question. No one can run when Jamal Adams is in the box. He's almost immovable. But the thing is, his pass coverage is really not his strong suit, really. And I think that the Jets, Marcus May is great for us, and he just has to stay healthy. If we lose Adams, you lock up May. You hope Ashton Davis can slide in. Maybe you sign Logan Ryan to play some safety in corner too because I think that's something we'll talk about a little bit also. And do you also think that the Eagles and Seahawks could be in play for Adams? I think the Seahawks are a sleeper for Adams.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You, um, That's funny you bring that up, and thank you for bringing that up. I forgot about the Eagles' interest, but that makes a lot of sense. Um, what they can do, honestly, if it's the Eagles, and Eagle fans, forgive me, this is what I would do. You want Jamal Adams. You just lost Malcolm Jenkins, who went back to the Saints. Mm-hmm. You lost the guy who helped you win a Super <laughs> Bowl. He's been uh, – Anchor for you guys for a couple years. You bring in a young stud because, in my opinion, Jamal Adams. There's nobody like Jamal Adams. He's he's special. So, Eagles, what do you think of this one, Jules? Let's hear it. First-round pick and Lane Johnson for uh, uh, Jamal Adams. Would you do it? Yeah, and I think they could even throw us Alshon maybe at that point. Well, yeah, they, I think what they would do is they would a first-round pick and. Either Lane Johnson, and people call me crazy because Eagle fans love Lane Johnson.
1: about Andre Dillard?
0: Andre Dillard, they, you know what, I could see them holding on to him because they, he's young and they want to see him grow, but Lane Johnson has been with, excuse me, with the Eagles for years, helped them win the Super Bowl. He was injured last year, he's coming back off an injury, but he's a very, very good player out of, uh, he was in, he was from uh, Oklahoma, a former first round pick, but If Lane Johnson came to you guys, that would be a huge pickup, but also Alshon Jeffrey, that makes a hell of a lot of sense because I honestly, I could see the Jets getting him regardless. Joe Douglas, obviously, uh, Joe Douglas has a Super Bowl ring with the Eagles. He built that team, that defense, built that up, built that whole team. So he knows them inside and out what it could take. With the Seahawks, that is a sleeper team. I'll tell you that. And with them, uh, their offensive line. I don't think there's anybody who you would really. Yeah, that's the
1: problem. Like I kind of looked at their team, and like I don't know if anything matches unless they give us draft picks because they're not going to give up one of the receivers unless they sign a B maybe, which I think is starting to gain some steam too. What? What do you think about that while well, we're talking about free agents for a sec? You saw that video I showed you I yesterday did. that I Russell did. Wilson and B are working out. I can see this happening. I mean, it seems like a good fit. The Seahawks are like a – um, it's a good – they can take on the risk. They The team's built regardless, even if it doesn't work out. And if it does work out, then they just got a hell of a lot better.
0: Yeah. um, That video you showed me, for everyone who doesn't know the video, in San Diego, Russell Wilson and Antonio Brown were there – rowing together Antonio Brown was wearing his uh, Raiders helmet took off the decals but that was odd that's a good point yeah it's kind of strange why he would even keep (laughs) anything from them but that's besides me
1: yeah Uh,
0: anyway Antonio Brown watching him the guy getting older he's over 30 years old he the way he runs routes it's just sickening how good he is it's just this guy needs to be on a football team. He's just too good not to be playing, but he just couldn't stay out of trouble. And here's another thing, too. Josina Anderson said this. Somebody asked her today about A.B. coming back because, in my opinion, Antonio Brown to the Seahawks, that's the team where he could go. It's either him or Josh Gordon. That's what they're going to do. What I think the Seahawks are doing is waiting to see what the NFL is going to do with his punishment Mm -hmm. due to the sexual harassment claim. Mm -hmm. But... We haven't heard a thing in months since October. I haven't heard a thing. Been quiet, actually. He's kind of
1: buying a lot. Like he's kind of he's kind of um, turns around a little bit. At least he stopped talking. I think he's starting to smarten up a touch. I've,
0: well, he lost it. Well, he lost his super agent Drew Rosenhaus, who got him all that money. So well, that he really mean, needs that. to clean up his act and really get it going. And he he's been off of social media. He's kept his mouth shut. He's ru- he's working and. Want to know what's real, watching those, um, the, that tape of Antonio Brown and Russell Wilson? It looks so how, well together. See like see how, look how, good see how it. fluent look, it is? Yeah, look how good it looks. Like,
1: I saw that too. Like, he just moves like crazy still. He hasn't lost a step, even without playing. It doesn't even matter. I mean, he, I feel like it's going to happen. It's like setting up to happen. Like, I think it's really going to go down. And also, I think that we should take a flyer on Josh Gordon, honestly. I don't think we will, but I think it would be a good idea for us. I mean, you know, too, obviously, you went through that, but he's not a bad guy. Like, he wouldn't cause problems in the locker room. It's just, like, I don't know if the Jets want that type of distraction, I guess, even though, just like the headlines would generate, maybe. Not like him being a bad dude or anything, but I think it would be worth the shot because we need receivers still, and there's not many better options than him. If he can get his head on straight and somehow play a full season, that's another story, I guess, but we're also talking to Demarius Thomas. if you see that? I wouldn't be surprised if we end up re signing him.
0: You guys are still, I did not see that.
1: You guys are still talking to uh, Demarius Thomas, yeah, it really? He came up uh, yesterday. Last year, he had 36 catches, 433 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, nothing crazy but productive I guess when needed and he showed some he had some burst still and that Giants came in a few nice plays like there were a few times you saw a little bit but he would be like a third or fourth anyway so I don't see the harm bringing him back I wouldn't mind it but if you could somehow I'd much rather take the flyer on Josh Gordon though just feels like the upside so much more I know we won't touch a because like the character issues and he's going to try to go to a winner anyway he's not trying to go to a team that's not content uh, might not contend as much as I love the Jets obviously we're on the fence right now I don't know if we're going to be good or bad so he's looking to get a shot and if he goes to the Seahawks that's a good shot
0: right and in terms of Josh Gordon he's not a bad guy it's just unfortunate he just can't overcome his demons he's tried and tried yeah. so hard they got listen He's not a bad person. He never was. Mm-hmm. He never was a bad guy. He came to work. It, you got. I, I'm not going to dive deep into his history with the Browns and everything real quick. But yeah, we've been he, through it already. He, we know. He, he explained how he used to take a shot and smoke before every game, and he put up 10 catches, 200 yards in two or three consecutive weeks in 2013, how good he was. When he came to New England, when he was with us, I loved him. You knew how much excited I was. He just can't overcome his demons. It's sad. It really is. But if he could get his head on straight, the dude can play. He could ball. So, in terms of the Jets taking a flyer on you know what? It makes sense. You know what? And the one thing you got to do is, it's a big market, New York. You know, a lot of you're in the spotlight a lot more than you would be in Seattle and yeah, in course. New England, of course. Yeah. Even though in New England, he was
1: problematic, the maybe too. The so, only thing for him is that. He might be helped to the fact that weed's not on the banned substance list anymore. That might help him out, honestly. Cause
0: well, that's going to help every. Well, that's going to. That, that was his problem. He just couldn't stop smoking. In well, the- he had something with drinking, too, because he failed
1: so many tests. I think he wasn't able to drink either. Like he drank on a plane or something, like when he was in the Browns. Remember that story? It was a yeah. lot. Like, he, he couldn't drink anything, but he had, like, a, a drink or something. Like, yeah, he just can't get it together. Like, he has to know better than that. But, um, yeah, we'll move past him. We don't need to spend too much time on him. Do you want to look at the free agent, market? who's left?
0: Yeah, let's pull it up. All right, so. I mean, Javion's obviously the big fish here. Oh, I'm going to – in terms of Javion, and you showed me this and you know this, he's going to wait. I don't know what the hell he's – why he's doing this. I don't I think, think it's smart at good. all. I think it's. I think it has injury season written all over it because he's waiting too long. In my you opinion, think he's going to get injured when he comes back. Like he want. I, I get just. Back. Well, he's working out, but the thing is, I think why would you wait this long? Don't you want to get settled with a team and get to training camp? Because. Yeah. I mean, if he, he should really just
1: take a one-year deal at this point. Whatever teams gonna give him the most for one year, he should just strap in, prove it for a year, and then try to get a new deal next year. I mean, he's only he's our age basically. He's twenty six, twenty seven. Which one is it? He's
0: twenty six or he's twenty seven? I think I think he's twenty. I'm gonna say I'm gonna go with. Hold on a second. He's I'm older gonna, enough. I think he's a. Tough, I think he might be twenty seven. I think
1: it's 27. So what's we're in the ballpark of 26, 27. Regardless, he comes 27, back. 27, 27. Okay, yeah. So he comes back next year. He'll still be 28, and someone can still give him a good contract at that point if he produces. Last year he had a down year, despite the fact he was good against the run. He only had three sacks, and people are looking at that when he's asking for so much money that he only had
0: three sacks. Right, and I got his stats up here for you since he got into the league in 2014. When he was the first overall pick, it how his health has been a cause for concern. He's only played a full season once in 2017. Um, I will tell you this: the one thing about him is sacks. He's never had double-digit sacks in his career, Jules. The mm-hmm. most he's had is nine and a half. That was in 2017. He was close, but no cigar. Yeah, he was close, but no cigar. 2018, he had nine. Last year, he had three. Was a very was a down year. Only started. A, Played in 13 games, only started 11. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, health has been a cause for concern for this guy. He, it's not a problem. Yep. The one thing he does is he's very athletic. On his um, at the edge really well. Like he does his job well. He just needs more sacks. Like he's yeah. great to run. He's oh, he's tremendous against a run. He just uh, can't always get the sack. And and mm-hmm. you know what? It's crazy because he was on the team with opposite JJ Watt, and they pay attention to Watt. And you can't get 10 digit. Double-digit next yeah. That's that's, it's, that's baffling to me.
1: Yeah, I think part of it was he never played sixteen, really. And exactly from what I'm looking at here, and I know I don't know what you think about this. There's been a lot of talk about the Cowboys and Clowney, but I don't see how that happened. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. I, I I've heard that too. I what's you know like, every, Cowboys are just going to get everybody. everybody. That's yeah, what they're going like to get <laughs> it's
1: like we're going to get Clowney and Adams. I'm like, what's going to happen? You like, you want Monopoly, buddy, or something? I haven't
0: that, seen. That's it. Listen. Listen, people, you know what? This isn't Madden franchise mode where you do uh, fantasy drafts. So, nah, this is – listen, it's either one of the – Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Like, could they make a cut or something to
1: make space for Clowney? Maybe. Like, I don't know. You can't see any cuts. They, they just
0: make- got Alden Smith. They're not going to go for Clowney.
1: Okay, yes. I mean, Adams is probably more realistic. I think you're right.
0: Because they're they,
1: probably interested, but he's not going to take what they're offering.
0: Well, he wants to go to the Cowboys. Oh, That's what does he does want to go there. He does. He said he expressed interest going they to don't Dallas. Have the money that set it up. So no, no, good. they don't have the money. They're and, still talking about the Browns. Because <laughs> they've
1: had the best offer, apparently.
0: Uh, He still, does he, not want to
1: go there at
0: all. Well, well, do you blame him? Uh, another, also, also, Miles Garrett, though. Real Also... It's funny you mention the Browns, I want to say this. In terms of Cam Newton, only, there were rumors going out there that the Patriots were the only team to show interest. That is true to an extent. But the Browns, the Browns are a team that checked in on Cam Newton, and this is true. Adam Schefter confirmed it. Ian Rappaport confirmed it. The Browns called him up early on in, when he was released, and that has been a story on the radio in the past couple of days because. People think that they were going to, they were, if the Browns knew that Cam Newton was going to take a deal like he did for the Patriots, they would have signed him. And people think, there's, I'm, there's people going around saying that, is this the end for Baker Mayfield? No, they didn't pull the trigger, but they were intrigued by it. To me, that's a little bit suspect to me. I don't know why they would though, too,
1: honestly, because I heard them talking about this on ESPN. I think it was Dominic Foxworth and um, Marcus Spears, maybe. Right. They were yeah. saying how, like, they would bring Cam Aaron and like, they, one of them was saying they thought he could beat Baker out, he would make the Browns a better football team. And then someone's like, you don't do that to your first pick. I'm like, no, you don't do that to your first pick. I mean, you got to give him more of a chance. I mean, they set everything up. If Newland was in the Browns, that would be a disastrous distraction. There's no yeah. way to absorb that. I actually think an interesting spot for him would have been Steelers. But, again, that would have been a big distraction with Roethlisberger, too, because you know how he is. So, he would not have liked that one bit, obviously. But, you know what? Honestly, he he, he got the best fit, unfortunately. It was always the Patriots. I knew it the whole time. I was just holding out hope that, like, it wouldn't happen. But, like, that was always your ace in the hole. Like, I was – it was just, like, ugh, and, he's still and not – funny- like, All that time he went outside. signed, I'm like, shit, Patriots, Patriots, Cam Newton,
0: one team, quarterback, Cam. uh." Well, here's the funny thing, too. And we talked about this in our podcast last last time about Cam Newton when we centered on that. Mm -hmm. Cam Newton signed for $1 million. He said today – did you see the post he posts on Instagram? He said it's not about money, it's about respect. Let me tell you something about this guy. I'm watching his uh, – listen, you said it too. I saw your tweet the other day. You said it, and you're absolutely right. V- your videos you post on Instagram don't mean a thing until you go out against real competition. Mm. I agree with that. The one thing I'm going to say, Cam's arm looks good. His shoulder oh, he, looks he good. Looks good, but we got to see
1: it, like I said. Like, yeah. you, you know, I mean – No, I – listen. I'm, not, I'm not, not, make, not even talking
0: crap, honestly. I'm just saying I, what has to happen to I me. Mean. I'm, I'm a realist too. I got to see you against – I want to see him go up against competition, see how he looks. But I'm just telling you this, real quick. People think that Jared Stidham is going to start over Cam Newton. They didn't yeah, sign. I heard that
1: too, actually. They,
0: they didn't sign Cam Newton, and I know the AFC East co- head coach, whoever it was, said they love Jared Stidham. Yes, we do. Yes, it's true. They love Jared Stidham, but they brought in Cam Newton to compete, and they brought him in to be the starter. Don't get that. T- yeah. he's, they're not. They're not going to have a. Player of his caliber sit on a bench and back up. That's unless that's he just really has nothing left, and like the
1: injuries catch up. Right. He like exactly. With anymore, that's another story. But the one thing that's odd, someone told me, we have to check this more after the show. He said that over under for games he plays through guys is only eight and a half, so it's almost like they expect to preposterous. Yeah, that's Repostuous. odd. And there's some baseball totals we should check too. I gotta send you some good bet plays I have later on. A well, I do
0: need of- to get. I need well before I move to Florida. I need to do some bets because I won't be able to do sports bets down there. So, oh yeah, they don't have it down there. You no. can't even do it on the phone.
1: No. Wow, that's weird. Wow. Okay. I well, gotta get some prop bets in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, we can talk about that. But um, in terms of other free agents, Everson Griffin's a big one still. Um, this article I'm looking at thinks to go back to the Vikings. I think he'd be a great decision for us. I'm looking for a pass rusher still, but I think Curry or um, Marcus Golden could be more realistic for us. Maybe the Golden situation is so odd, and Kevin it explained is. It
0: to us well yet the other day. It's it's very odd because somebody of his caliber, the Giants slapped that whatever tag they slapped on him, and nobody has even attempted to sign Marcus Golden. Let me tell you something: Marcus Golden is very underrated. He was very uh, underappreciated when he was in uh, Arizona. He was not really recognized because, of course, they have Chandler Jones, of course. But he he made plays last year for the Giants. Huge factor, big when they signed him. I said this was a huge signing for the Giants. He had, I believe, he had double-digit sacks. If he had I'm ten sacks last
1: year, I'm pretty sure. He,
0: but. This year, somebody should – I think he makes a lot of sense for you guys. I think you guys no, – we've been hang. talking about
1: this for months. Why can't we just pull the trigger on him? I don't understand. We need a pass rusher too. And, I mean, at this point, I'll even take Vinny Curry, honestly, just to add some depth to the room.
0: No, well, Vinny Curry is a guy who's – he's more – of as a pass rusher, you know what, he uh, – when he was given a chance to be by himself, he really didn't do much in Tampa when he went to Tampa. Yeah, I know. Um, he kind of when he was with, out. he he was showing his promise when he was in uh, Philly when they he had, had five sacks last year. So it's something. It's nothing crazy, but like I just want to. He's not a he's not a high face. sack guy. He's just a four, five, six sack season guy. He's not going to be a guy. He's a guy who could get you pressures, but he's mm. not going to get home to the quarterback every yeah, time. You want like, Everson Griffin is a guy who, to be quite honest with you, I don't know why the. Vikings let him go. I think he's very underrated, but I uh,
1: space. Are they I think cap?
0: I think that well, that's true too. I think that Everson Griffin's going to be a guy. If someone gets injured, then he signs. That's what I think. Yeah,
1: I feel like Clowney's almost in the same boat right now. I feel like that's what he's waiting yeah. for too. Yeah, it's Golden, it's a pretty think, sticky situation. Yeah, Clown Curry, Golden, and Devonta Freeman. What's your
0: anything on Freeman? I Come heard on. a few weeks ago about Tampa and it makes a lot of sense but listen I'm've like we've, been, we've been saying this the whole time for Tampa Freeman well it's I can nothing. this is gonna be happy for you because you have him in dynasty they're going with Ronald Jones they're really high on him and Brady's really high on him <laughs> so um with Devontae Freeman I see him being a ty- the fact that he turned down money from the Seahawks it is he that's just asinine a few weeks ago what he did and the four um, million yeah yep I think that Devontae Freeman is going to be a guy – somebody gets – pulls a hamstring, you need a running back, someone gets injured, he's going to be the perfect replacement. He's the first guy off the bench, and, and let me tell you something. Early on in the year, teams are going to call him. They're going to call him. He's going to get a oh, lot of calls. He might no, wait.
1: Oh, you think it might take until the first week, like the real season to get him yes. on the team? You yeah. think it
0: would take that long for Freeman? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely, hands down. He's – let me give you an example say for instance I think that real quick real quick say for instance uh, uh um on miami miami uh jordan howard goes down they need they need uh they need somebody. They call up Devontae Freeman. He could step right in and be the same type of person. Type right. Of speaking,
1: player. speaking of Miami, um, what do you think about their odds uh, of getting Logan Ryan? Because I saw something that says they think he's a favorite. I think it might be Jets or Dolphins or Logan Ryan in the end. Giants might be in play, too, because he's a Jersey kid. Um, we've talked to him and Nish blew the report, obviously, because he sucks at everything. And he's the worst Jets reporter ever, honestly, like, hands mm-hmm. down. This guy's just awful, 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 awful. But um, what do you think about the Ryan situation?
0: I'm curious. Well, well, Mesha definitely blew the report. Um, he really jumped the gun on that before it was all set in stone. But Logan so, yeah, Ryan, amazing. it is, it is because I tweeted. It might have
1: the deal. Like, I feel like it could have happened if he didn't do that. Maybe and maybe I'm overthinking it. But like the fact that he did that did not. I, do I don't it think. Papers, I don't
0: think that. I don't think that's the full reason. But I don't think it helped the situation. With Logan Ryan, listen, he's from New Jersey. He, I think, Jets and Giants are something that he really is thinking about. But in terms of Miami, I think it's because he's so comfortable with Brian Flores being a coach for him for so many years. With me in New England, well, not with me, with my with the Patriots <laughs> in New England. But I think that that's why they're the favorite because of that. But. I do think that he's heavily weighing his options coming back home to the tri-state area with the jets or the giants. And he's just going to see where he sees fit one year, $10 million for Logan Ryan. He's smoking something. I'm sorry. He's not Mm. worth ten. Yeah. That's uh, not going to happen. And that's why he's still sitting out there right now. It's, it's just a very uh, interesting situation with that, but. I think that you know what the Dolphins made it. The only reason the Dolphins are the favorite is because of the Brian Flores effect. And in my opinion, I don't think I don't think they need him. The John, the Dolphins have. And I talked to uh, CJ today, our buddy CJ, who we work with. Um, yeah, he he made a good point today. They have, Xavier Howard, who's not getting suspended for his domestic violence. It came out. He's okay. Um, and they just signed Byron Jones to a monster deal. What do you need Logan they drafted Ryan? For? That dude in the first round, too, that we were surprised yeah. by. What do they need? Player. What do they need Logan Ryan for? They, I don't they, think there's any need. Logan for him. Ryan wants to start, he's not going to start in Miami. I'm sorry. Oh, he could start with us, though. I'm sorry. And sure. the Giants, he, he could, could start. For him. I, I said it, I hate to see it, but Logan Ryan with the Jets just makes way too much sense. Especially if we deal Adams, I feel like we'd have to get him at that point. Well with that no with that, then you definitely have to call him up and say, don't give him ten mil give him give him five and a half. hey, one year, five and a half, fine, I'll do that. six, I'll give him six. Oh, we can settle him at six.
1: Joe Douglas is like a shark in the water right now. He's just waiting for his prey. He's waiting for everyone to come back to him. I'm telling you, like – we still have the space because we didn't sign Adams. Like, we can sign one or two guys if we wanted to. So I don't think – I don't know if we'll pick up two dudes, but I think we'll pick up at least one guy in the defense and maybe even Wafford too. What do you think about him?
0: About – um Out there, too. About who? I'm sorry. Warford from the Saints. Oh, Lyman. yeah. Oh, that – I when he got released, I told you. Remember? I'm like, dude, you got to sign – you guys yeah, got to sign thought him. we were going to get him. But it just it made happened. too much sense. I don't know why you guys did it, but I think – I was think winters, we kept winters If we kept winters, then I thought we would get well, him Well, when camp starts, you know what? I, th- I think that's when you could see Joe Douglas say, alright, get this guy out of here And bring him Walford I, I think Maybe. Walford to the Jets makes too much sense I really
1: do, I think Before, I mean, I know he loves winters Though for some reason, J.D. So we
0: might give him a shot, we gotta see It's, it's gonna be interesting to see for sure But I will say this, Joe Douglas Is a shark in the water and he smells blood Definitely yeah, we're waiting for something that like we can't complete gonna,
1: yet. Well, I mean, it's not gonna be complete with one movie either. But like, it still needs something to help a little more for next year.
0: Yeah. All I'm gonna say is that this Bill Belichick is a wizard for what he did with Cam Newton. That's all I'm gonna say.
1: Ah, uh, this shit kills me.
0: <laughs> but um, other on that list, is there anybody else that we um
1: trying to think? There's um, there's um, what's his name? Eric Reed. Who knows what's gonna happen with him?
0: But I I don't think you're gonna hear much from him really. I. I the the safe the market for a safety is so bleak right now, and you know what? Especially with the Adams trade, I think everybody's set right now. I think he could be a guy if someone gets injured. That that's a, that's what you're gonna hear from me a lot. But I don't see a that's team what, really picking That's the up.
1: point we're at right now. There's only a few impact guys left, really. I'm surprised we have this many still. I thought we'd have like more resolutions by now. But when's the first um? this is a good time to ask this. So fans a hundred percent not going to training camp. You basically. No,
0: it's funny now. you said that it's funny you said that. So yesterday I spoke to Jenna Lane. I messaged her on Twitter and Jen, for those of you who don't know, Jenna Elaine does a fantastic job. She's ESPN insider reporter for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And I asked her because of course I'm moving to Florida and I asked, are fans allowed to go to training camp because I want to go there, get content for, for us and Gene T try to get some Brady, try to get Brady to sign my Patriots jersey because I will wear it there, <laughs> and, and see Gronk and see just how this offense, how this team is going to look. I'm really interested. And she said, and I quote, she's not optimistic for reporters even being allowed. So that, yeah. <laughs> that, that's a problem. So fans who want to go, including Julian and I, want to go to training camp, I'm sorry. I think that's not going to happen.
1: Yeah, I don't think so either. That's just the reality of the situation, unfortunately. So it's fun bucket hat. It's going to have to stay inside until September. Hopefully we can go to check-ins. So check games all I can start.
0: tell you guys is this. NFL, NFL, um, <clears throat> NFL Network, and if you guys don't have NFL Network, go on NFL.com during the summer. And for those of you who don't know, training camp starts officially July 28th. That is the first. Okay, I camp. Too. If watch NFL Network, they're gonna cover. They're gonna have coverage for Jets fans. You could watch it on uh, SMY. They have it. Cool. Um, that's the way you're gonna watch training camp. And for me, because I'm a Patriots fan, I'm gonna have to subscribe to something and watch um, to try to get Patriots training camp because I want to see the quarterback battle. I want to see how the team, the offense looks, the defense. I'm excited for. But I'm gonna NFL Network is gonna really dive deep into coverage. I know they can't be there, but they're going to – they could show cameras at the facilities. Yeah. They're and that, but the they, 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 they can't like, have reporters. I bet you'll
1: have like, – I bet there'll be a couple, like, low-key reporters. Like, not a lot, but I bet a few can get in there. Like, the high-end ones, like, high upper echelon maybe, like one or two or even three, I would guess. But, like, there's also two other free agents, Cody Glenn from the Bengals, and, of course, Colin Kaepernick
0: is still a free agent. Um, in terms of Cordy Glenn, I think he could be a guy, who, a shoe, a filling guy if someone gets injured or if somebody makes a cut and they need to make a move for a team who needs an offensive line. I think that's I'm a viable option. But his age, his age is up there a little 30. bit. But yeah. So, um, in terms of Colin Kaepernick, you see a lot of teams have. There's been <laughs> several teams want to show interest in working them out, but about signing him. I can tell you this, there's NFL teams that do want to work him out and have intentions of signing him. Uh, Stephen A. Smith said this on First Take the other day, and I don't know the truth to it, but I I trust his word. Apparently, the Patriots were interested in Colin Kaepernick but felt that Cam Newton was more game-ready than Kaepernick, and that's why they went with Newton. That's what I'm hearing. So with that, I'm going to – I believe – uh, Stephen A. He said that. I believe it. That it, it wasn't really a big story. That's what they said, but there's teams interested in Colin Kaepernick. Maybe a team goes out and gets him to be a backup, but listen, there's going to be teams who work him out. It's just going to be interested to see who really pulls the trigger on him. Hasn't so hasn't been in the league. Someone it, will you know, definitely, so do
1: you think he'll be playing football next year? Do you think someone ultimately pulls the trigger?
0: You know what? That's tough to say. I'm going to give it a 50-50 shot, but He's definitely closer to getting back into the NFL than he's ever been in the past couple of years. Actually, yeah, I think it has to. I think it'll happen somehow. I think you'll see it.
1: I think it's gonna happen. I don't know who exactly, but maybe Steelers. I can see them pulling the trigger on it. I think that's a, think that's a good then, spot. I
0: think that's uh, a good spot. I think Jaguars make a lot of sense. Heard the Vikings were interested, but I
1: can't see him fitting up there really. Uh, I maybe Baltimore because they could use the one behind Lamar. Maybe. Yeah, just hold on. I'll just this will actually. end it out. It's, we're basically done anyway.
0: Yeah. Like, why don't we? Why don't we just do this? We'll just we'll well, hold just, on. It'll stop. It'll
1: stop. With it. It's a uh, Darren, who we'll has have to handle this later. Okay, so really quickly, Tony Jefferson's also a free agent. That's one of the other ones. I think Tony
0: Jefferson, another safety who's out there. <clears throat> like I said, the safety market is pretty bleak. He's such a good player. He was cut from the uh Ravens because of cap reasons. But uh now, now he's calling me. But um But I just just, uh, like
1: it. All right, we'll just wrap this up quick. So, Gruntalks, G&T, Sports Talks, subscribe to us. This is a fun episode. We'll get into more stuff. Our next one's probably going to be baseball, maybe a schedule release show. Yeah. Be out this, I'll be out at the stadium this week. I hope Bobby can come too on Saturday. I'm going to look to see what we can get into out there, see what's going on, see if we can talk to some people maybe. Just want to be around the stadium again. I just missed it. It's been way too long. <laughs> Even though we can't go inside still, so we're just like going to knock the doors down, man.
0: Yeah, it's, <laughs> That's uh, that It's <laughs> well, be, uh, something.
1: Okay, so Grunt Talks MLB, that's Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. That's how you subscribe to us there. GT Sports Talk with the acronym is Apple Podcasts, YouTube, Spotify. And then GTS Sports Talk One S is Twitter and Instagram. Okay, I got it all. Julian Gordy, one
0: Twitter. Yep, and my personal Twitter, btoms81. Since this is an NFL show, I'm just telling you in the next few weeks, I'm going to have coverage. I'm going to try to uh, – as much time as I can because uh, I started a new job in Florida on the first day training camp. But when I'm home, I'm going to be all glued into training camps. I'm going to be, I'm going to have a lot of coverage. You see how Julian does baseball and how such a great job he does with everything with that. You're going to see me do that with football. I'm going to be extremely busy when I get home from work and the days I'm off, I'm going to be glued to this computer, glued to the TV and really, and I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna go to Raymond James and try to get and try to at least get some footage to try. And so we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, you gotta just you gotta sneak around, go. You can get. That's basically what I'm gonna try to do Saturday. I mean, it's gonna be tough with all these restrictions and regulations. It's gonna be harder than ever. But we're still making it work. We're still having great content. We still can extract videos from the computer and all that so like we're doing the best we can with everything and i'm super thriving at this point so it's going pretty well despite all the circumstances i would say yes it has it's been
0: very well we got a lot and this is just the beginning got a lot more
1: yeah so thanks everyone for listening we'll be back very soon have a great night everyone
0: yep good night everybody